He's back. I'm not dead. A couple of name misses, but came out all right. Welcome to season six of Travel Stories Podcast. In this season, I'm taking you guys with me. How have been taking, have been, have taken, have been, have been taking you guys with me <laughs> around every country in mainland Europe on the motorcycle. Her name is Gloria. She's beautiful. And she's about to get a whole lot more attention in Prague. Anyway, it's Thursday and it's time for another travel log. There we go. If you are in, let me see here, Venice. <laughs> I always pick places I've been, man. If you're in Venice and you're thinking, man, there's a lot of water here. What's, what's with all the water? <laughs> then you obviously didn't read anything before you got to Venice. If you are in, okay, place I've been. If you're in Las Vegas, oh, don't don't bring it around the UFC again. If you're in Las Vegas and you're thinking, hey, there's some UFC posters, UFC 226, I should go see that. Yes, you should. Right. <laughs> then I would invite you to join me. I am in Budapest. I think it's pronounced that way. I mean, yeah, I'm finally there. I was in Bucharest. I, I, all the same accent, different countries. <laughs> And uh, I kept on saying it was Budapest, and now I'm actually there. I'll be leaving tomorrow, though, because I'm heading to Prague for the 115th anniversary of Harley Davidson. And so apparently there's like 60,000 bikes there, 60,000 Harleys, and so Gloria's going to be one. So there you go. So that's why I'm here. I just rode for like seven hours today. It was ridiculous. I need a new back. If anyone's got a new back or... a a used back, it'll be fine, you know, part worn, and uh, I'll have it off you. So last time I talked to you, I was in, like I said, Bucharest, right? It was, uh, it was windy. <laughs> I was doing, doing an episode outside, and there was a storm about to happen. It was, it, it wasn't a good idea, but I think it was an alright episode. It was alright. But yeah, anyway. <laughs> so, since then, quite a bit's happened. To be fair, quite a bit's happened and I've wrote it all down. I've wrote it all down. I have written it all down. Maybe I should try and speak like everyone thinks English people speak. You know what I mean? Like, oh, no, no, go on, have one. No, no, it's it's all for you. No, it's fine. No one speaks like that. Honestly, it's like 1%. Maybe 1% of England speak like that, but it's still, it's like saying that Americans just speak like Texans, you know? Well, no, nah, that's different because Texas is massive. Anyway. So, quite a lot's gone down, right? I'll start at the beginning. Seems like a good place to start. So from Bucharest, I went east because I have to hit every country, right, in mainland Europe. And so there's Moldova and Ukraine just hanging out there in the east, right? And I was thinking, right, so I want to get to Prague because I've got to go to this thing. I've got to go to this Harley thing. It's on the 5th of July, man. So so i got to get there, you know? And... uh by the way, I'm recording this on a Tuesday, which is why I'm still in Budapest, because I, I arrive in Prague on Wednesday because the Harley thing starts on the 5th. Yeah. Uh, but I'm recording on a Tuesday because then I know it'll be done. You know what I mean? I might start doing that so that <laughs> I give myself a bit more leeway. Because other podcasts, they record like a week ahead, two weeks ahead, sometimes a month ahead. Uh, in the, the uh, company, we just had a, a new client come on and she's recorded the first 30 episodes. It's like, cool, wicked, all right, sound. <laughs> sorted but this is not like that if you listen to this the day it comes out this is me talking two days ago sometimes you when you're listening to it i i said it an hour ago you know what i mean what was my point yeah ukraine there you go there's a transition for you you can have that so i headed off to ukraine to the east right to the east it's quite a nice ride and the border crossing Border crossing was fun. So first I went into, there's this little part, right, on the east of Romania where you go into Moldova. I've made it sound so easy, but it's actually like an hour long thing. But you go into Moldova, you cross the border, right? And then you ride for maybe, maybe the length of half of a football pitch. I don't know about American football, but yeah. So it's not long at all. You could, if you had a big arm, you could probably throw a stone to Ukraine from the border of Romania and Moldova. You know what I mean? So it's like a little strip. I don't know why. Just make it Ukraine anyway. So, so I went into Moldova, right? Then I got to the Ukrainian. Moldova border crossing was fine. Absolutely fine. They were like... Uh, uh, well, first of all, there was a giant queue and I'm like, hold on, I ain't having this. So, <laughs> so, uh, so I kind of asked someone, Hey, can I, uh, 
can I just, you know, just go up the front, like? <laughs> and he was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, sound, nice one. So I went up the front. But, uh, <laughs> and then there was another queue. And then, uh, so I went straight to the front. And uh, the guy at the front was just like, you're all right, mate. <laughs> Obviously, he wasn't Cockney. But he <laughs> just like, you're all right, mate. How you going? But anyway, so Moldova, fine. Into Ukraine. I will get to the point. Into Ukraine, bit different, right? So let me try and remember what first happened. So I get to the border and immediately they're saying, they're saying like, all oh, right, okay, so what are you here for? And asking a lot of questions, right? They, they seemed not in a good mood. And I was in one of those weird moods, which I always seem to be in border crossings where I'm like too friendly and too smiley, making a joke out of everything, everyone's friend, that type of thing, you know? Like the the life of the border, you know? And and they did not like that one bit. They did not like that. It was not it was not well received. But I can't turn it off, man. So I was there. <laughs> I was there, and the, yeah, they were not happy to see me. And then so uh, one of them said, "Hey, you need this insurance to come into the country and to ride, you know, which obviously you need in a few countries." And so I was like, "Look, mate, look, I'm just I'm literally going to go into the country, just going to cross the border, right? Take a picture." And we bike, right? <laughs> so it's actually in Ukraine because I'm not half-assing this stuff. That's not rebel ground. That's fine. Half-assed, right? If if those of you don't know, rebel ground is my kind of not canary, but it's but she's my she's a listener and she's she's what's the polite term? She's uh uh what is it? Hmm. Ex- experience sounds weird. She's uh <laughs> lived. Many years. There we go. <laughs> Minefield, that was. She's lived many years. And so I, I always think of my own gran listening to this. You know, I mean, gran, I never say the word gran. My own grandma listening to this, right? And thinking, oh, he's, he's blue. He's got, a, he's got a foul mouth, you know? So I try and, you know what I mean? I try and keep it half-assed. I can get away with that kind of rebel gran. Anyway, why did I say half-assed again? Oh, yeah, I don't half-ass this stuff. So I was like, look, I've got to get into the country, take a picture and come out of the country, right? So that's, that's all I need. Stamp my passport and, and you know, li- literally six foot into the country will do me fine, you know. And I was explaining it to them my trip and stuff and they were not impressed. <laughs> and so they were like, look, all right, go and talk to that guy about the insurance and then come back and then you can, you can come in. So I was like, all right. And the guy's little room thing, it's like one of those, one of those like temporary buildings they put up at your primary school, you know, but then they're up for like 10 years, probably still up now. So he was in one of those. And uh, I went in and he was also not happy. And so I went in, I was like, yeah, mate, uh, insurance. And he was like, yeah, he started writing. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I was like, uh, how much is it? He's like 50 euros. I'm like, whoa, whoa, okay, right, okay. So obviously that's not happening. So how much for, for one day, like? And he was like, ah, this is 50 euros, isn't it? And I was like, come on, mate. And he was like, all right, 10. I'm like, what? <laughs> bit weird. <laughs> 50 to 10, all right. And I was like, look, mate, thinking about it even turns too much because what I want to do, and I had to bring him outside of his little house and show him I, the bike was the other side of this gate. It was the Moldova or the, the no man's land side of this gate, right? And we were on the Ukraine side. I was like, look, you see that bike? I'm going to bring that through the gate, put it there with that lovely backdrop, take a picture and scoot on out of here back to Moldova, right? That's what I'm doing today. I mean, tonight I'm going to be near Bucharest somewhere. So, and... uh And he was like, he was just not happy, right? (laughs) He was not happy in the slightest. So he he was like, so he walked up to this other guy and they were talking in Ukrainian. Is that, that's not a language, is it? Do they speak Russian? Oh man, I feel really bad now because they hated me and now I don't know what their language is called. I'm sorry, Ukrainian people, but I did meet a Ukrainian guy earlier today and he is now my friend. So does that make up for it? Anyway, so... (laughs) So he was speaking with this guy and he was pointing at me like, I'm not going to do an impression. He was pointing at me and shouting and stuff. And they were basically, if you were to translate it, but not know obviously what they mean, if you were to look at them and say what they're saying in English, it would be like, look at this guy. What's he, what's he playing at coming into our country? Yeah, I know. I hate that guy. <laughs> so they were joining together with this. And so, and I was there, <laughs> I was there kind of smiling. <laughs> Because I'm, I'm a knobhead, let's face it. And <laughs> that's an English word for you. Rebel Grand, that's fine, eh? And so I was just there smiling, like thumbs up, like, we cool, guys? Are we cool? <laughs> and so um, what happened then? And so 
Uh, I was like, so, and then one of them started walking. No, the, yeah, the insurance guy started walking off back to his house. And, uh, and I was like, so we cool? We, we good? So I'm just going to bring her in. I'm just going to bring her in through this gate. And the guy was like, no, 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 you can't uh, go back to Moldova. I was like, do, I, I'm in the country now. Like <laughs> just that bike there, just literally six foot from where it is. That's all I want. That's all I want. And it was like, go back to Moldova. I was like, dude, come on, man. It's cool. Me and you. <laughs> You can understand why they hated me, but I couldn't turn it off. And so I was like, all right, all right, all right, all right, it's fine. Uh, so I don't need the bike over, uh, just me. I'll just take a picture and then leave, right? He was like, all right, fine, take a picture and leave. Right? So I was like, okay. So I, I get my get my phone out and there's a lovely view, like to the side of the road, like there's all these mountains and stuff and it's nice, it's nice. And so I, you know, got my phone out and started setting up and he goes, no, or what, you know, I don't know what he said, but it, uh, he meant no. <laughs> and then, uh, and then he points down the road as if to say, take a picture of over that way. You can't take a picture of over there. And, uh, and I was confused. <laughs> as he would be. And so I was like, what do you mean, man? What do you mean? So I can't take a picture of him over here. I have to take a picture over there. He was like, yeah, you don't take a picture of over there. And so I was like, man, I don't know what you mean. And put my camera up as if to take a picture of where he told me not to. And then this genuinely happened, right? He pointed to his giant gun, right? <laughs> that was just hanging down, pointed to his giant gun and said something as if to say, no, don't take a picture of over there, Right. And I don't know about you guys, but as soon as someone says you can't do something, I have to, man. I have to. I know he's got a gun. I know I've been a bit of a knob, but you know. <laughs> so, so I was just like, man, I uh, I don't know what you mean. So, are you say are you telling me that? And while I was saying all this, I'd already taken the picture. <laughs> I was taking a picture while I was pretending to be confused. And so on my Instagram, you can see I've got all these pictures of, you know, 17 out of 43, 18 out of 43, right? And the one from Ukraine, I don't know what number it is, but you'll see it. It's it's not the best picture, but it was better than the road. And that's the reason I like that picture, you know, because I was, I was told if you take, basically, if you take that picture, I'll shoot you, right? <laughs> and that's what makes it nice. That's what makes it nice. So that was... <laughs> That was the border crossing in Ukraine, right? So I went back, right? Went back into Moldova. I was like, thanks, fellas. <laughs> went back. Oh, man, I'm not a nice person, am I? This is me realizing this now. Anyway, I'll work on it maybe. And uh, so I'm going back into And then on the border from Ukraine and Moldova, we're in no man's land, right? And it's the, the crossing the border thing, right? And I was waiting there because they were, they were, getting their own back on me. They got their revenge, really, because I think they'd talked to a few people and they'd talked to a few people. And then uh, all of the people at the border crossing from Ukraine into no man's land towards Moldova, they were all... I had every check, every... I mean, I waited in a line to get my passport stamped uh, or whatever. And then I had to go into another line. I had this little bit of paper that had a stamp on it. I had to give it to a bloke and then go back and give him a passport to another bloke. And like... I don't know whether other people were, were were having this done. So I think they got their revenge, which make, makes me feel a little bit better, you know. I was still chill, you know. And so, yeah, while I was there, <laughs> I saw what can only be described <laughs> as a blatant drug deal, right? <laughs> so there was... <laughs> We're in like the the kind of no man's land area where they check you for customs and they check you for, you know, if you're bringing anything into the country and stuff. And it's like... I don't know whether we're in no man's land or just into into Moldova or we're somewhere. And one uh, one bloke was walking up and one bloke is walking the other way. And so it's like they, it's like they, it was this weird system, not a weird, a genius system where like they'd both, or like one of them had been checked and the other one hadn't been checked, but the other one that hadn't been checked had been holding. And then he they did the deal and it was some genius system that when I saw it, I was like, hats off to you, you know, fellas, that's, that's pretty good. But I saw it and I was like, no way, just witnessed that, that's pretty cool. Anyway, <laughs> and then there's quite a lot of uh, stories in this one, just because a lot has happened, you know. So after that, right, how are you guys, by the way? Hello. <laughs> how are you guys? Got a few questions I'll get to a little bit later. And I've got a question to ask you guys as well. So from there. 
into Moldova. And on the Moldova crossing, right, there's this, there's this another little booth, right, and this uh, this girl there, and uh, there's a car waiting there. So I I get in front of the car, obviously, and I I start waiting as well because that's you know, and I I talk to her. I say, hey, what are we waiting for? And she was like, uh, she was like, oh, there's there's like you know loads of cars down there, so you got to wait here. And then after about maybe half an hour, like we'll let all you guys in, then you go. I was like, all right, sound. I'll just chill, wait, you know. And then we got to talking, me and this Moldovan girl, right? And then uh, in her in her little house thing where she waited and chilled and did whatever she did, she had a book, and I had a little peer over to see what the book was, and it was, I mean. Out of all the books that it could have been, I would never have guessed it would have been this, but it was Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules for Life. I, I mean, what are the odds, man? What are the odds? I, I, if I believed in marriage, I mean, you know what I mean? I'd be in Moldova right now having some Moldovan wedding and I don't know. <laughs> That's what would be happening, man. So yeah, so we chatted for age and half hour went super quick because we were just chatting about everything. I was telling her about, she was like, where do you live? I was like, here. She goes, what do you mean, Moldova? I was like, no, no, the, the bike, you see the bike? This is where I live. Like, And I was explaining what I'm doing and she was like, oh, I don't think, I couldn't live like that. I was like, what do you mean? She goes, no, nah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's just weird. I was like, yeah, but it's, it's freedom, isn't it? It's like, you know, you've got nowhere to be. You've got, you know, no one to, no one telling you what to do. It's, you can do whatever you want. You can be wherever you want to be, you know, and all this stuff. And she was like, yeah, yeah, actually it does sound pretty cool. I was like, so you're getting on then. Come on, <laughs> backseat, come on. <laughs> but she didn't. Anyway, after that, where was I? I was in some place. <laughs> there you go. I was in some place. I was in Central Eastern Romania because I was going back on myself, right? Going towards Prague. Right? And I was on the phone to me dad, right? on the phone to me dad. <laughs> and I was telling him that I'm going to go, you know, see Brand's castle, which is Dracula's castle, but it's not actually Dracula's castle because what it is, is uh, they have Brand's castle or Castle Bran rather, because I think Bran is like the, the place name. And so that's the one, if you think of Dracula's castle, <laughs> not even going to edit that out. <laughs> what was I even saying? Oh man, too much coffee. If you think of Dracula's castle, hey, nailed it. If you think of Dracula's castle, right? I went for it a third time as well. I'm not going to go a fourth. Then you're thinking of Castle Bran. That's what you're thinking of, right? But the actual castle, <laughs> the actual castle of that Giza that I mentioned before, right, was uh, was in a different place, right? And it was the abode, I think for a short period, of Vlad the Impaler, who uh, Dracula was based off, right, apparently. And Vlad the Impaler, I mean... He impaled like a lot of people. You need to impale a fair few people to be called and go down in history as Vlad the Impale. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, you're going around Vlad's. Who? Vlad. You know? Vlad? No? Guy that he impales. Oh, Vlad the Impaler. Right. Yeah, yeah. Got it, got it. It's like, you got to impale a bunch of people, man. That's a lot. And that's, it's quite a niche thing, you know what I mean? It's it's not. He wasn't just like a you know serial killer, but just a boring old murderer. He, he, the Impaler, pretty cool, right? So anyway, so he uh, he had a, a little castle or a big castle, and uh, it's somewhere else, right? So I was going to see both of them, and then ride the trans. Oh come on, I had this transfagaration. Yes, transfagaration, transfagaration. Hey, where are you going? Oh, I'm going to the Transfagadashan. Nice. Oh, cool. Hey, have you heard about Jeremy Clarkson's favorite road? Which one is it? Oh, it's the Transfagadashan. Oh, got too cocky. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> the reason I, I know how to say that now, and this, is, this brings me on to, this is a tangent, but this brings me on to language and the way, that, uh, the way that I think about language and words and when I'm learning new words in a different language and stuff, the easiest and best way, in my opinion, to learn these words, well kind of. I mean, immersion is, is the best, but when you're trying to remember vocabulary, there you go, is mnemonic devices, right? And so, <laughs> went for it again. Transfagadashan. No, transfagadashan. There you go. The way I'm remembering that, right, is trans, I remember, because it's like trans is like through or over or, you know, something like that. And then the fa, I don't know where the fa comes in, but I just know it's trans fa. 
right? That's just, I just know that. You know those things you just know, right? And then I knew there was a ga, a sun, and a, and a ra, and a sa, and a fa. And a bit like, in my mind, it was too blurry. I didn't know where they all went. So now I remember it as, uh, you know, Mr. Garrison from South Park. <laughs> That's what I'm remembering. Every time I say that road name, it's Mr. Garrison just pops into my head, you know? <laughs> and so it's Garrison, as in Garrison. <laughs> but the S is obviously a sh, which, which is easy to remember because it's got one of the little thoughts on it. So Transfagadashen. Yeah, nailed it again. I don't know where I was. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so I'm on the phone to my dad. That's where I was. And I said, I'm going to go do all this. I'm going to do all this. And I'm going to leave. And I'm going to do that in a couple of days time. I'm thinking a couple of days time because I've got a little bit of work to do. And then I've got to do this. So a couple of days time. And then he was like, oh, what's the weather like? I was like, good, good point. I haven't checked. Check the weather. It was, oh man. So I've got this app, this weather app. It's called Dark Sky, right? And it's a zillion times better than the, standard weather apps, right? It's like, I, th I think I've mentioned this before, but it's just, it's really accurate. And you've got this, this bit on it where it's just a map view, a globe view, right? And it has like, you know, like heat maps, it has that, but for rain as well as heat. And you can, you can go through the day, you can scroll across like 12am, 1am, 2pm. I, I skipped 12 hours there and you can scroll across and see where the rain is moving and, and stuff like that. It's really cool. So I looked on that and on the days on, so let's say it was Monday, don't know whether it was, oh, and I wanted to go on the Wednesday. It was like the Wednesday was the worst rain I've ever seen. Like this thing, this heat map thing, when it's kind of light blue, then that's, that's not good rain. When it's dark blue, that's like the worst rain ever. This was red. And like, cause it goes blue, like light blue, blue, some kind of green and then orange and then red. And like, so I was like, I guess I'm not going then. And then I was like, I guess I'll have to go after, looked after. It was going to be that way for days. So I was like, all right, when can I go? And I looked and the day after, the day, the day after I was actually saying this, uh, that was the only clear day. So I was like, I've got to leave tomorrow. <laughs> and so, so this is how these things work, right? A bit of planning <sighs> saved me again. I don't like that, but it did. <laughs> so there we go. <laughs> so I headed off. The morning came and I headed off. Off to the Transfagadashen. Yes, nailed it. But obviously I couldn't go to Bran's castle or Castle Bran and the other castle because the, the Castle Bran is not on the way. And it was a big, long ride because it was like three or four hours to get there. That's why I wanted to wait another day because I wanted to get there first and then do it in the day. So it was like a long time to get there. And then it's a long road as well, right? If you guys don't know the Transfagadashen, oh, nailing it. That is uh, Jeremy Clarkson's favorite road. If you don't know Jeremy Clarkson, he's the guy from Top Gear. If you don't know Top Gear, it's like one of the best shows ever about cars. <sighs> And so this road's in Romania and it's, it's ridiculous, but I'll get into that. All right. So set off. <laughs> and one thing, <laughs> one thing happened kind of when I was almost kind of getting there. Right. So what happened was it was terrifying, terrifying. Right. So what happened was I was there and I felt this kind of, I was riding the bike and I felt this thing in my helmet, right. Just on the left side, up near my temple or whatever. Right. I felt this little thing. I was like, what's that? A piece of hair or something like that, you know? And uh, then it happened again. I was like, oh no, it's got to be a fly or something, right? And so I was, I was trying, to, trying to angle angle my neck so that the fly would fall out, you know? But it wasn't. I was opening the visor. I was getting, the, you know, it just wouldn't come out. It was just buzzing around there, buzzing around in my helmet. It was not nice, not nice. And then I went through, I went through those, you know, the, the stages of grief. <laughs> It was like I started up, I don't even know what they are, but it started off with like, these are not the stages of grief, but it started off kind of annoyed. I know that's not a stage of grief. And then, uh, and then I, I kind of accepted it after a while. I was like, ah, oh, fly's there. It's, he's all right. He's all right. He's, he's getting a lift, you know? And then it just got really annoying again. But then what happened was it, I could feel it crawling right across my head. And then it got closer to my ear. And I'm like, no, don't you do it. And then I could feel it crawling just, just inside my ear. And I was like, no, <laughs> man, it was such fear, fear, man. Because I like, 
it was like alien or something, you know, it's going to just go inside my ear and go into my brain. And then I'm like, all I can think about is flies. You know what I mean? I've seen the fly 1958 Vincent Price classic film. I've seen the fly multiple times. Right. And I do not want to be Andre Delon. There we go. God, that's some, that's some good memory. That is. I do not want to be that guy or that fly. And, um, and so, so I was kind of, I need to stop. I need to stop the bike right now. And then I guess it could feel me worrying because it started buzzing and I could feel it. It felt like it was trying to burrow into, into my brain. Oh man, horrible. So I just, I was like, I was hitting the side of the, I stopped the bike. I was hitting the side of the helmet. I was trying to, took my gloves off. I was trying to get my helmet off as fast as I got it off and then shook the helmet out and I saw it fly away. I'm sure I shouted something to it. I'm like, yeah, no, I don't know what I shouted, but <laughs> yeah, not nice. That's something that happened. It was, you know, travel's not all, it's not all glamorous. You know what I'm saying? It's not all glamorous. Sometimes you're on a beach, relaxing with a little book on your Kindle, you know, feet up. You got a little Tia Maria there, you know. Sometimes it's like that. You got a pineapple, bloke comes over with a coconut with a straw in it. Sometimes it's like that. But sometimes flies try to burrow into your brain, right? This happens. This is life, right? So (laughs) what happened then? I went to... I'm, I feel like I've been nailing this road name too much. I'm just going to fail at some point. So <laughs> I got to the Transfiguration. Oh, I don't think I got it. <laughs> and uh, you can see how it was by checking out the video, which, in fact, I'll tell you what, I'll put the link to the video in the little writing bit of this. So if you're on the podcast app, then you'll see it. Uh, if you just, I think you have to tap something and then you'll, you'll read it, you know. And if you're anywhere else, it's just the notes bit. And there'll be a link to a YouTube thing and it's my riding the road <laughs> that I mentioned before. And it was, it was amazing, man. It was, it's the best road I've ever ridden. It really is. It beats Croatia. It does. It really does. It was ridiculous. I mean, you've just got to see it. You've just got to see it, man. It's... It's a dream. It's an absolute dream, man. There's, there's no words for it, you know. It's just turn after turn, corner after corner. And there was just no one on the road because it only opens because of the snow. <laughs> it only opens at like, uh, I think it was like July uh, 1st, but it was like June 27th or something. So it was, it, I mean, even my map was trying to take me around it if, if I wanted to get, you know, through it. It was like, you can't go, it's closed. I was like, well, I'm going. And so I went and there was like no one on it. It was fantastic. Just no cars. So I could go on either side of the road, crossing the corners. And ah, oh, so good. So good. So check out that video. It's also on me. If, if for some reason you can't find those notes, it's also on my Instagram in the uh, bio, I guess. Uh, that's at Backpack Digital. Right. So I did that. But one bad thing that did happen on that road, which I only realized afterwards was that I lost the battery cover. The battery cover to the battery on uh, on Gloria. And it's like this little bit of sheet metal that just covers the battery, stops it from getting all wet, people dying and that. And, uh, and I got to where I got to and it was no longer there. <laughs> I called up Harley, I said... Look, fellas, how much for this uh, this battery cover? I know it's just a little bit of sheet metal, you know, that just goes on there. So how much is that? They're like, oh, you don't want to know. I was like, go on. He goes, 220 euros. I was like, what? <laughs> so now I just taped it up. I literally just, the, the, my battery and the, and the electric, just gorilla taped up at the moment because I ain't paying that and I ain't going back. <laughs> One day I'll go back to that road and I'll I'll be looking for it and I will find it. So if you're on that road, look for my battery cover, please. Right. After that, this is quite a recounting, isn't it? Quite a recounting or a recount rather. They both work. Right. So after that trip, I arrived at the hostel, the hostel that I was staying at. Can't remember what it was called, but it was in Sibiu, S-I-B-I-U, which is a place in Romania just north of the Transfagaration. Oh man, I've got that down. Yeah, so I went there and it was such a good idea to go. It was like, the, the, you know, when you turn up at a place, you're like, wow, this place is, this is where I'm meant to be. <laughs> I was there because it was a really nice place first off, you know, it was all new and stuff and everything was nice. It was cheap, lovely. And then, 
downstairs underneath the hostel and owned by the same people was the uh, the Harley Burger Bar, right? I'm like, hey, that sounds good. And there's, there's pictures of Harleys all up in this hostel. I'm like, what? <laughs> this is amazing. And so I go downstairs into this little burger bar thing and there's uh, there's only a, a Harley Road King just there right in the middle of the restaurant. It's just, this a Road King is like a, a bike. And so, yeah, there's a, there's a bike in the middle of the restaurant and it was a good place. And yeah, it was just all about bikes. And I was like, yes, this is the place for me. I'm home. Talk to me about bikes. And they did. They did talk to me about bikes a lot. It was really good. But then, and this is the, uh, this is the part of the, the part of the film where everything kind of breaks down a bit and the, the bad stuff starts happening. Things are going well, you know, the hero's journey, he's making it, he's doing all right. And then boom, something bad happens. They're told that they're not allowed to dance in the town. You know what I mean? So this is what happened. <laughs> yeah, that was a footloose reference. Yeah, that's right. All right. So I'm in there. And then I wake up one morning. Did I wake up? I don't know when it, when it started. But I've got this. Oh, that's, I literally fell into a wardrobe then. Right. Not into it, but just, you know, against it. Anyway. So, <laughs> so I woke up with this pain, right? This, this like, you, you know, when it's muscle pain and you can tell it's muscle pain, it's kind of stingy. And when you stretch and when you, you, you know, press it, it kind of feels a bit better. But this was, this was not muscle pain. This was like, this was deeper, you know, this felt like it was, it was on my back, right? On the left, kind of roughly in the middle, vertically speaking. And like, and like the other side of the bottom of my ribs, I think, right? Something like that. And so I was like, right, well, I'm clearly dying, right? This is obviously the end. I should get my affairs in order, right? And so, <laughs> and so uh, I had a little Google search, always a good thing to do, right? When you, when you already think that your time is up. <laughs> and so, uh, and so, yeah, <laughs> didn't find any interesting stuff there. So I just, I just said, right, what is here on my body? I should know my body better. I don't know what organ that is, right? So I looked and where it is, it's like spleen or kidney, right? Because I can't really tell where it is because it's kind of emanating from a weird place. Spleen or kidney, right? And so I'm like, okay, I think either my spleen is exploding, right? Which doesn't happen. Or something is, something's happening to my kidney. And it was really, it was horrible, man. Really horrible. And so... I went to, I thought it could be muscle though. I could, it could just be a deep muscle. So I went to get a massage, right? I went to get, I thought I'll, I'll sort me back up because the pain was radiating up into my muscles, into the back muscles on the left, right? And so I went to get this massage. <laughs> Funny thing happened at the massage, man. So I went to get a massage <laughs> and I go to this place, right? This girl's really nice, really nice, right? And, uh, and I'm there and I get in this little room, right? And she goes, all right, get your kit off. But obviously not <laughs> in English colloquialisms, but she was like, get your kit off. I was like, that's sad. Shirt comes off, right? Trowel come down, right? And so, and then, cause it's, it's different in every massage place, right? You know? And so I put, cause I, you know, I don't know, but I pointed to my, to my boxes and I said, these two, right? Because you, you, you don't know, right? Some of it is, some of it isn't. Right? So I said, these two, and she goes, yeah. And so straight down I go, right? Straight down I go. And she goes, oh, I meant no. <laughs> I was like, what? You, you said yes. And so, but yeah, so I, I flashed a masseuse. <laughs> I didn't mean to. She said yes. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> your honor. <laughs> anyway, so that happened. Then I had a massage. Lovely, lovely stuff, right? And then I stood up straight after massage. Muscles felt amazing. And then that pain, still there, still there, man. So I'm like, ah, oh. obviously it wasn't a muscle, right? Because she was, she was going deep. She was getting an elbow in there. You know what I'm saying? She was getting a table leg, kind of, you know. But then, uh, yeah, still had that pain. So I was like, what's going on here? So I went to, I don't go to doctors. So I went to the pharmacy, right? Because I was on the phone to my mom. I was like, I'm passing a pharmacy, you know. And uh, she was like, go in. So I went in and I was like, I was like, look, love. I said, I've got this pain, right? It's about here. And I was trying to point to it. I was like, I think it's my spleen and I think I'm dying, right? <laughs> and then the girl goes, right, okay. <laughs> I see what I'm dealing with here. She goes, right, first of all, it's not your spleen, right? I was like, why? She goes, well, you don't feel pain in your spleen, right? <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> Felt a bit foolish. She was like, it could be your kidney. You know, you could be having kidney stones. I was like, I do not say kidney stones. I do not want that. She goes, it could be that, uh, or it, it could just be a really deep muscle, right? She goes, well, take these muscle relaxers and take these these painkillers, ibuprofen or whatever. And uh, and if it's not gone within five days, then it's your kidneys. <laughs> I was like, all right, sound. So 
I got on these muscle relaxers, right? And I don't take ibuprofen or paracetamol. I don't take painkillers because they're ridiculous for for your gut bacteria. You know, they absolutely kill it, right? But these muscle relaxers, are, <laughs> which is funny because it's like they're 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 renally uh, not assimilated. They they go through the kidneys basically, and so it's like, well, if it, I'm hoping it is the muscles because if it's not. <laughs> Then I'm taxing the kidney. This is, is this a travel show? I'm traveling while this stuff's happening, yeah. Right, so, so I took these muscle relaxers and uh, they didn't do much to my muscles. They didn't relax my muscles so much, but they're really quite fun. So, so I'm on these muscle relaxers. And this, this whole story is the reason why there was no podcast last week. This was one giant excuse. <laughs> Genuinely, this is why I was I was doped up. I, I was I was in pa- I, still in pain while doped up because I don't take painkillers, and um, I, I couldn't move. I had to stay stationary in bed for days, for days, just while this because. And uh, I'm not a wuss, right? <laughs> the reason is that I knew that. Uh, well, today uh, I had to ride from Sibiu, which is where I was, to Budapest, and that which was uh, seven hours on the bike today and then I've got another six or seven hours to Prague tomorrow and so you know what I mean to get there in time for this thing so I'm like right I do not want this terribly bad back while I'm on the bike all day for seven hours because that's only going to make it worse and I, I want to get there you know and I don't want to be on painkillers while I'm on the bike you know or muscle relaxers so that's my reason there you go have that <laughs> and then uh, then I rode here all day today it was lovely it was crazy because um, like I was saying, I think it was in the first episode of season six, right? When I was like, when you're on a bike, the first time you get on a bike and you go 30, you're like, whoa, this is way too fast. And you're kind of on edge. And then you get used to that. And then you go 16, you're like, whoa. And then you get used to that. Well, today I got used to 100. <laughs> if there's any police people listening, then, well, what are you going to do? I did 100. Right? <laughs> But there's no one on the roads. There are lovely roads here in Hungary. And like, everyone's doing 100. Everyone's doing If your mate was jumping off a cliff, would you do it? it I don't know. It depends. But yeah, so everyone's doing 100. I was doing 100. It was lovely. And then I went back down to like 80, just rounding these bends. <laughs> you know, like no one's business. It just felt like I was doing 30. And that is such a metaphor for life, man, in so many ways. That's a metaphor for so many things, actually. It's like when people are workaholics, you know, if people, if people put in, are putting in like, you know, 20 hours, that's your, your, that's your 30 miles an hour, 20 hours a week, you know, it's like that can take, that would take a toll on like, I don't know, a bloke from 500 years ago. If he was doing 20, well, it depends on the work, but if he was, if he was doing 20 hours at a supermarket, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'd take its toll. But then but then people get used to that and then they do 40 and then they go, oh, this is my new normal. And then they get into workaholic mode and they, the hustle and stuff like that. Soon they're doing 80 hour weeks. And like my brother, he does that. And he's used to it. If he if he starts doing a normal 40 hour week, he's like, I'm just a part-timer. I'm slacking. I am. I'm a part-timer. You know, that's just one of the metaphors that can come out of that, man. It's, oh, it's the same with everything, man. But anyway, what was my point? Yeah, 100. <laughs> so then I got here and now I'm in Budapest, which is really quite nice. It's really quite a nice place. I, I wish I could spend some more time here, but I, I have to be in Prague tomorrow. So there we are. Let's get on to some questions, shall we? How long has it been? 42 minutes. Let's get on to some questions. Okay. Where are we? Opening up the Instagram here. This is where I, I, I uh, stall for time while I'm finding the questions. If you want to send in a question, it's Instagram is the best way. That's at Backpack Digital. And if you don't have Instagram, then just send me a message. It's or WhatsApp or whatever. It's plus 44 And just add me on WhatsApp. Do whatever you want. Okay. So just, you know, send me some questions. I love them. All right. This is one from Astra Forward, where I'm from. And Astra is a car. It's an alright car. It had a had a revamp in like the early two thousands, and uh, my mate actually is is Mamad. <laughs> Come on, tangents. Is is Mamad an Astra, and he would drive it. And one time he was coming up into his driveway, and there's like trees on the side of his drive driveway, right? Quite a long driveway, and uh, he was going too fast, and he was he was. <laughs> He was yelling something at some girls out the window because this was a while ago. 
<laughs> and as he was doing that, he, I don't know how he did it, but somehow the car ended up, the Astra ended up on its side. So his door, his, his driver's door was on the ground and our mate Slav <laughs> was sitting in the passenger seat, still belted in, hovering above him. So I don't know how we did that, but there you go. Astra. Astra Forward says, Hey Hayden, I'm loving your podcast, which I discovered recently. A lot of people have been saying, I'm already gone. A lot of people have been saying that. Where are you guys finding this podcast? That I want to know that, you know, I want to know that. Where are you guys finding it? Is it on iTunes or the podcast app rather? Or is it somewhere else? Is, you know, I don't know. Let me know. Currently lodging with family in London, balancing a few different jobs with being a musician. Loving that which I love more than anything. I see you love it too. Yeah, that's amazing. That's, I mean, think how many people have that goal of just being able to be a musician, let alone live as a musician. So amazing. I feel like I'm starting to come into my own and embrace the uncertainty and joy of the path I'm on, which can feel lonely at times and different to my peers, most of whom are settling down. Absolutely, man. That's, doesn't that happen? I don't know what age it is. Well, I suppose it's different in different areas, but when it's like, you know, the girlfriend that you had at 18 now has a dog and a kid and a husband and a mortgage. And it's like, whoa, that's, is that the same person? Like, it's strange, man. And it's like, sometimes you're friends from way back when, and they've got a mortgage and they're the manager of a place and it's, and all this stuff. And you're like, man, I have seen you do some questionable things. You do not, <laughs> like, you shouldn't be the manager of anything. But yeah, so I know what you mean. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Especially when, when you're not doing that. Like, that's a weird thing that I guess most of you, I'm going to go out on a limb and say most of you, or maybe, I don't know, but a lot of you will understand. It's like when your friends are doing this this real stuff, I'm, I'm doing the, the inverted commas, real stuff and, you know, getting the mortgage and all the stuff like that. And you're thinking, man, am I, am I wrong here? Whenever, whenever it comes to that moment where you have to stick to your guns and stuff like that, there's always that thought of, Am I wrong here? Like, shouldn't, should I be following that? Are they going to, are they going to have a happier life than me? Like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, is this a dead end, the route I'm going down now? Well, am I going to wake up when I'm 50 and there'll be no one there because I spent all my time traveling and, and I'll have no one close to me and everyone's gone because they're living their own lives and they've got their own families and dogs and they're a manager or something. And I'm just still here in the middle of, Malaysia, just by myself, just trying to talk to travelers that are 18 years old and I'm in a hostel. I'm that weird old bloke in a hostel. Does anyone else have that feeling? <laughs> I don't have an answer for that. <laughs> but suffice to say, I I know what you mean. I don't know whether you meant actually all that, but yeah, I think a lot of us can relate to that feeling, but it's not one or the other. The point is, it's not one or the other. You, It's not either you're the crazy old woman in the hostel or you're, you have a mortgage and kids and, you know, you're a dentist's uh, assistant. That's, that sounds like a pretty cool job, actually. It's just 34, right? 64, two, uh, that one's rotten. Uh, <laughs> and just writing stuff down. Sounds pretty cool. Anyway, man, I shouldn't have had that coffee, right? Where am I? Astro Forward continues. Your podcast feels reassuring somehow of the traveling heart in me. Nice. Thanks so much. Hope you're having a beautiful day. I am. Thank you very much. Man, that's um thank you very much for that. That's good. I'm I'm happy that I can be that other side of it because I feel like society, here he goes again. I feel like society is that part, the is the what's the word? The opposite of that. It's not the word I was looking for. But converse, that's a word I always use. Is a converse of that. That doesn't even make sense. Opposite worked fine. <laughs> I feel like society is the opposite of that, where it's like, look, you you should do this, you should do this, and you should do this. And I mean, you've made me feel there like I'm, like I'm saying, hey, like maybe you shouldn't do this, and maybe you know how you're thinking of not doing that and doing this other thing. I think it's a good idea, and really, that is the message I'm bringing or hoping to bring. So thank you, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. All right, Hannah Bride says, hey. Hey, I've been listening to your podcast at work and it makes me smile a lot. Well, thank you very much. I'm sailing around the world. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> See, that's, that's what you don't get with a mortgage and a dog. You know what I mean? An opener like that. <laughs> I'm sailing around the world and in Tahiti for a while, just like you do. Missing Europe. She didn't say just like you do. That was me. <laughs> Missing Europe. Yeah. 
I won't go on another tangent. Ah, it's too many. <laughs> I ride with dad on his Harley around Europe whenever I can. The best feeling. Yes, isn't it? Isn't it just? <laughs> uh, keep it up. I love your voice. Not in a weird way. Can it be in a weird way? Is that, you know, make me feel a bit better? <laughs> yeah, man. It's, yeah, you've touched on everything there. I mean, sailing around the world, badass. In Tahiti, also relatively badass. And yeah, riding around on, your, on a Harley with your dad, man, it doesn't get much better than that. That's how I grew up, you know what I mean? So uh, I know exactly where you're coming from there. It's... It's awesome. It's awesome. I'm taking a look at some of your pictures now. You are in Tahiti, aren't you? Man, you guys should follow Hannah Bride. That's uh, the palindromic version of the name. Is there any other version? I don't know. Right, this, <laughs> this next one is from... Where are we? I've lost it. See, this is where, this is where editing would come in handy, but I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it. But I really should do it because I'm not finding it here. I've completely lost the question. I think, should we end with, should we end with this one? Nah, we'll do a couple more. Uh, what are we on? 49. Yeah, we'll do a couple more. Right, here we are. Okay. No, I thought we had it, but that's not. <laughs> oh, we'll do this. We'll do this. We'll have this. I'll tell you what, I am going to edit. I am going to just pause this while I look for this question. Oh, man. Here we are. While I was rooting around, I actually found another uh, question. <laughs> so we'll start with this one. We'll still got, what, like three more, something like that? So we'll start with this one. This is from Erickson. <laughs> E-R-R-X-N. Uh, do we have a name here? Erin. Ah, oh, Erin Morrissey. I would do a Morrissey impression now, but I'm sure you get it all the time, you know. Right. <laughs> I was trying to think of Mar uh, Smith's puns then. I couldn't think of any. Right. <laughs> She says, hey, hope you're well. Just, I am well, thank Ah, oh, man, actually, just as I said that, that part in my back just started hurting again. Man, I don't know what that is. I've really got to get it checked out, man. I've been drinking so many fluids. So many fluids? So much fluid. There you go. Anyway. Uh, okay, where are we? I just wondered what your top recommendations would be for a city in Europe with decent nightlife and a cool vibe for a long weekend away. Oh yeah, I remember this. Yeah, this is when I was I was not moving and trying to get my back better. And I said, "Hey, I'm not going to have a good <laughs> response here. I'll do this on the show." Like, so. Oh man, it hurts. <sighs> okay, you're listening to Hayden Lee in pain. Right, city in Europe, decent night, decent nightlife. Nightlife is a is a weird uh, kind of word because it's like what qualifies as good nightlife for me. Nightlife would be. A, I don't know, a punk rock show and a, you know, Brazilian restaurant, you know what I'm saying? But where are you from? You're English? Let's have a look. Can't tell. All right. <laughs> it, see, in, Englanders, yeah, Englanders do nightlife differently to, I was explaining this to someone about British drinking, British alcoholism. <laughs> um, and it's like for for Brits, it's not about... <laughs> It's not about the journey, it's about the destination when it comes to drinking. Like we don't, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, talking for all of England here, but generally speaking, we, we don't like just have a beer or two because we like the taste, you know what I mean? There's, uh, I mean, there's obviously the new craft ale, beer, the geezers, but apart from that, it's, we will just drink for the destination. We just want to get to that place. Like, you know, we will just down it, hold our nose and down it. What was my point? Right, Europe. Decent nightlife. Let's see. Hmm. Budapest, from what I've seen, is fantastic. From what I've seen, is really nice. And it's quite varied. You can have that. I'm not sure what you're into, but you can have that kind of, uh, kind of, you know, girls' holiday away, obviously. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or you can have, I don't know, a, a kind of more chilled you know, vibe of a weekend. So there's, there's both to do there and it's relatively easy on the wallet. It's not too far. There's flights all the time. It's nice, man. It's nice. But what I'd recommend, it really depends what you're into, but what I might recommend is if it's a weekend, right? Okay, let's plan this out. Friday. Friday, you got off from work, right? You go home, get changed and get yourself straight to the airport, right? You get on a flight and you go to somewhere in the north slash mid Croatia. Uh, maybe Split might be a bit too south, but somewhere like that, right? And then from there, 
you hire a car. Sounds expensive. It's not, right? You hire a car. If you don't drive, bring someone with you that drives. Hey, I really want you to come on holiday with me. Oh, really? But we've never talked. Ah, no. I've always liked you, you know, in your driving license. So bring them with you. (laughs) And uh, ah, that was my knee. Did you hear that? I'm kneeling on the floor again because it's the only place that feels comfortable. Uh, And then drive and enjoy the drive. Drive south on the coastal road. And finish, this is on the, I guess that would be on the Saturday. Saturday morning to afternoon, drive that coastal road, enjoy the drive, right? And then Saturday, you know, early evening, something like that, late afternoon, early evening, you get into Dubrovnik. And then you can spend Saturday night doing your Saturday night stuff, whatever you want to do. This I've heard there's good nightlife there, right? And then good prices as well. And then Sunday, maybe Sunday morning, because it doesn't really take that long. Sunday morning, go see the old town. Go see the old old Dubrovnik, you know, the Game of Thrones, kind of what's it called, King's Landing. Go see that Sunday. And then uh, on your way to the airport. <laughs> and then get a flight back. Flight doesn't take too long. And be back in your bed by Sunday night. Back to work. This is, of course, if you work at Monday to Friday, 9 to 5. But that... I'd say that's a pretty good holiday, that is, you know what I mean? It's not just going somewhere, getting a hotel and like, you know, eating too much and then drinking and then going, ah, this is cool. And then meeting, you know, reading a book. I don't know. It depends what you're into, but that's what I would do. That's what I would recommend. There you go. There's an idea for you. Or just go to Barcelona. It's really nice. All right. (laughs) Let's get onto some more questions. We've got a couple more, I reckon. A couple more will do it. I keep finding questions. I'm sorry, guys. I'll get to them all eventually. Maybe. This is a this is a reply that I found while uh, while I uh, was looking for that question, <laughs> and I never replied to the reply, and I like doing that. This is from Lucy from Guildford. She says, "Hello again, Hayden. What a surprise when I was walking home and suddenly listened to the message that I sent to you some days ago. A big smile appeared on my face. This is when I read out the message. Thanks for that. Well, no problem. This is what we do. You know, you send a message, I read it out. There you go, and <laughs> give you some terrible advice." I forgot to mention that also my English is improving since I'm listening to your podcast. English is not my mother tongue. Spanish is my first language. Muchas gracias. Slash thanks a lot, just in case I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> Take care and remember to play again the guitar in one of your podcasts. Ah, oh, yeah, I should. I really should, actually. I will do that soon. Soon I will do that. Yeah, man, that's cool. I'm glad that, well, I'm glad that your English is getting better from listening, but also know that my English is not to be replicated. <laughs> I do not speak good English. I don't speak this language good. <laughs> it's, it's not the best. Like I was thinking, because you think about a lot of stuff when you're riding on the bike, and I was thinking about glottal, is it glottal stops or glottal? I think it's glottal stops. He does with a glottal stop. And it's where, it's where like you take out the T and you don't say the T. Like if I were to say... I can never think of words. If I were to say glottal, there you go. There's a T in the middle of there, not not so as you'd know. And I was thinking about this and um, I do it so much, so much because, and I've always had an issue with it because if you're English, right, you can either, you can either do, oh, you know, where I'm from, you can either do the glottal stop, you know, where it's like, uh, I can't think of any words with a T. <laughs> um Okay, waiting. There you go. There's a, there's a word. So you can either do a glottal stop, which is waiting, <laughs> right? Which is, that's how everyone says it where I'm from. Or you go with the T and that, you, that does not make you very popular where I'm from. Waiting. Everyone go, whoa, whoa, take a look at this guy. You know what I mean? Old Mr. Southerner over here. Oh, I'll go back to Oxford, mate. <laughs> or you go with the D and you sound ridiculous oh I was just over there waiting you're doing what sorry mate you're in some water where you're just wading through some what so I always had a problem with that like you know what I mean it was weird so I think that's that's another reason that the Australian accent really came out of me when I moved to Australia you know it's like because it was just so much easier there's a tangent you can have that we'll do we'll do the, this will be the last question I reckon and then I've got a question for you guys okay this is from Danny Twitchy. Nice. Ah, Danielle. Oh, your name rhymes. I wouldn't say your full name. Your name rhymes. That's amazing. Uh, sorry, I'm just browsing your profile now. Right. This is from Danny Twitchy. And she says, she, I'm guessing she, 
Uh, hi Aiden, I'm Danny. I discovered your podcast about a month ago. How? Let me know. And you've become a new favourite. Well, thank you very much. I'm also a long-time Descendants fan. So extra brownie points to you. What's your favourite song? Okay, we're going back to If I Believed in Marriage. You know what I mean? Like, it's, at the moment, it's you and that Moldova girl in the running, right? <laughs> oh, man. A girl that likes Descendants is, I mean what is better than that you know what I'm saying what, it doesn't come much better than that so my favourite song favourite Descendants song oh man it is it's a two way tie it's a two way tie with with a good 15 year difference between them more than that actually so I'll take it back to the one of the greatest albums of all time this is still a travel podcast stick with me <laughs> greatest albums of all time Milo Goes to College Bikeage. Bikeage is a classic tune. If anyone wants to, so these two songs, if anyone wants to know what I'm talking about when I'm talking about Descendants, right? Bikeage, that's bike with A-G-E on the end. Listen to that. Amazing. Classic old school song. Or my other one is When I Get Old, which is off the Everything Sucks album. And the lyrics are amazing. I know that most of you guys, if not all of you, will resonate with these lyrics. They are so good. Listen to When I Get Old, read the lyrics even, to When I Get Old by The Descendants. Descendants is with an E as well, Descendants. Right? The lyrics are so good. It's like, um, uh, what's that one line? Uh, will, I, will I do myself proud or only what's allowed? What will it be like when I get old? Man, so good. Right, anyway, I'm actually seeing Descendants and a Wilhelm Scream and the same gig next week. No, the next, the following week, in 10 days. In 10 days, I'm seeing the descendants. I'll tell Molly you say hi. Right. She continues. I must say that I love your candid ramblings. Well, good, because this was one. <laughs> it would just hit an hour. So I'm glad you do. <laughs> Although I definitely enjoy those other big travel podcasters. Your style makes a ah, cramp. Ooh. <laughs> Your style makes things seem much more relatable and attainable. Thank you for that. Well, this is the thing. It is attainable. This is, this is the thing. This is what happens when you, meet, when you meet someone that has something that you want or like, do you know what I mean? It's like you realize that it's not this thing that's just up in the sky. Maybe one day I'll be able to travel and live the life I want to, etc. I'm not saying this is what you're thinking, by the way. It's, it is attainable. It, you know what I mean? It's, I mean, it, I was going to say it's not difficult, but it depends what you mean by difficult. Like there are ways, whatever your situation, there's ways that you can get out of there traveling. There's ways that you can fund yourself traveling. Even if it's going back and working and then going and traveling, whatever the way is, there is a way that you can now, that you can implement. You can start implementing it now and within a year, within six months, within, it depends on your situation, within however long, you'll be glad that you started now because the best time to obviously start anything to do with habits or, you know, attaining a goal, the best word, the best, uh, the best time to start anything is yesterday, right? So let's do second best and start the day, right? It is attainable. So I, I'm glad that comes across. I'm really glad that comes across. Right, where are we? She continues. Lately, I've been working on being more personable and friendly to strangers, in inverted commas, aka potential friends. I love what you did there. <laughs> Loving that. Loving that. Yeah, that's a good thing to work on. My question is, how do you maintain your outgoing and welcoming demeanor even in a tired mood or on a bad day? Right. Okay. It depends on the situation. So if, hmm. So I don't like, I can't, I don't like being fake or being, or putting something on or trying to be a certain emotion. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't, I don't like to do that. You know, if, if I'm not in the mood to talk to people, I won't talk to people. You know what I mean? I, I need to be true to myself here. If I'm not in the mood to do this thing, I won't do this thing. Like I, I spend all my life chasing this freedom. I have to allow myself the freedom to do what it is that I want to do and not do the things <laughs> that I also don't want to do. You know, it's like they say about, uh, they say about like, if you get invited to something and it's like, Hey, come see this football game, you know? And you don't like football and you don't want to go. But you'll say, ah, oh, sorry, mate, it's Saturday. Yeah, no, I've got this thing on on Saturday. But then they'll say, oh, no, it's all right, because there's another game on Tuesday, so you can come to that one instead. 
And you go, oh no. <laughs> and then you have to make them an excuse for every day of the week, you know, instead of just saying, oh, look, mate, I, I don't actually like football that much. So I don't think I, I mean, I won't enjoy it. And I think you probably got some, some other friends that will probably enjoy it a lot more, you know? So um, yeah, for me, it's, you know, it's not for me, but, uh, but thanks anyway, mate. That is so much better. It seems quite difficult to do. And at the, at the start it is, I don't, this wasn't your question at all. <laughs> at the start it is, <laughs> but if it is worth it, because then not only will you not get invited again, and not only are you being honest with not, not only them, but yourself, but they also know you more now. They know that you're not the, the football bloke, you know? <laughs> what was my point someone tell me my point <sighs> yeah being true to myself so if i'm not feeling like it i ain't feeling like it and this is another thing when it comes to emotions when it comes to emotions there was when i was 18 i remember it well i had just started university and i was going through a bad time man this is you know all the anxiety stuff and panic disorder and whatnot you know i was going through all that stuff and then some women troubles and so i was going through all this stuff right but I, was, I would always listen to happy music, right? I would listen to, I don't know what I was listening to, the specials, because I went to Coventry Uni, so the specials are like a religion there. But I'd listen to happy music, you know? And I'd try and, I'd try and elevate my mood and I would try and make myself happy because no one wants to be sad. But then my friend, well, Guy Earnshaw, you all know him from the show, right? If you don't go listen to his episode, it's the one labeled Guy Earnshaw. The guy's hilarious, right? And he said, look, like when I'm sad, I put on sad music so that I can fully experience that emotion. You know, if I'm tired, I do nothing. I do, I chill, I relax. I, I you know, if, if I'm angry, I put on Megadeth, you know, it's, it's these things and it's, it's kind of acting upon that emotion and, and being in that emotion and being true to that emotion. So when you're thinking about being true to your emotions and being true to yourself and doing what you should be doing, should is a weird word, but doing what you should be doing in that situation, if you're tired, if you're having a bad day, if you're in a bad mood, maybe you shouldn't be schmoozing with strangers. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'd say about that. If there's a reason that you have to, <laughs> I can't think of it. So there you go. Right. Here comes my question. I hope that at least Sammy answered your question. I'm sorry. So here comes my question to you guys. My question, my first question is, where are you guys coming from? Like, where are you finding the podcast? That's, it seems like something I should know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, <laughs> well, the question is, when I finish this journey, which will be like October time, probably, right? And I'll go back to England. You Maybe you know my plans, but I'm going to be kind of, doing stuff until uh, January and then I'm going to be then I'm going to be moving to Brazil but that doesn't none of that is kind of good podcast material like today I did this today I did that etc right so my question is my question is and I've been thinking about this a lot what do you guys want for season seven right and I'm conflicted man I'm conflicted because you just listen to silence now. I'm conflicted because it's a weird thing asking people what they want and then trying to make that because that is not, that's not the way that something should be made. You know, it's like uh, Steve Jobs didn't ask people what they want. They, they never would have said the iPad, you know? I mean, he, I think he conceived of the iPad in like the nineties or something, had the idea of it, you know, it's like, you shouldn't ask people what they want as a, I know it's not a product, but you know, but, but you don't, you know what I'm saying, you know? So it's a bit weird asking anyway, but yeah. So the one side, the one side of me is thinking, right, it's a travel show, even though I barely talk about travel nowadays, but I'm traveling. So it kind of, it works. <laughs> So it's a travel show and people are tuning in for travel. That's our common theme. We, we all, if you're listening to this, I know you love travel or you would love to travel or you have an interest. Travel is our bond, right? I know that, right? And that's the show has travel in the title, man. However, I also know that, I also know that there's actually a lot more of you when it started just being me talking about stuff. So that's kind of in there as well. And I know that the podcasts that I listen to, it's like maybe they start out with a theme and then they go to just the bloke talking, but how many of you would not like that? And really, the thing also is like my intention behind wanting to know what you want 
isn't so that I can grow the audience and, you know, all stuff like that. Like, I don't care if there's, you know, 100,000 of you or 100 of you. Like, it's all I care is that you're entertained. You know, this isn't, like I said, this isn't an informational show. This is, this is hopefully a bit of kind of something to put on while you're mowing the lawn. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know what podcasts are. So what was my point? So yeah, so it's not for anything like growth or anything like that. I just want you guys to, to enjoy it. So what is it? If you guys have got any great ideas about travel or the sound really sarcastic, if you guys have got any great ideas about something to do with travel, or maybe have some interviews on with some people. I mean, I've done interviews before. They're kind of okay. Or yeah, I don't know, something. Let me know. Bring me some great ideas. Bring me some great ideas and they will be done. Right. So next week, where will I be next week? I'll be, I'm just having a look at a little deer my knee then again. Have a look at the date. I think I'll be in Poland next week. So I'll go to Warsaw because I'm leaving my bike at this uh, girl's house and then flying to Munich. Yeah, so next week I'll be in Poland and this was fun. This was, what was that, an hour and nine, man. Cool. Hope you guys enjoyed. Enjoyed. I hope you guys enjoyed. There we go. Right. It's time to put the mic down. <laughs> if you want to ask me a question, then it's Instagram at Backpack Digital. And also let me know what you want to hear. That's, I mean, even outside of the box ideas, I don't, and I'll bring them all in to, to, you know, the next show or the next one. And then, you know, see what you guys think. I like it. I like it. Sweet. All right, cool. Talk to you guys later. Let me know what's going on. I'm really bad at signing off. Goodbye. (laughs) 